Hello and welcome to episode 320 of the VegGrab podcast. My name's Richard and I love to grow food in my allotment and garden. Today is the 28th of May 2020 and coming up a little later on, I'll be discussing a few plants that I wish I never grew and why. Now this is a bit of a controversial subject because it's very subjective. But before that, what have I been up to today? Well, it's Thursday the 28th of May 2020 today. I'm enjoying doing these diary updates like this again. I really, really missed using these microphones. Anyway, beyond the point. What have I been up to today? Well, it's been a day at home in the garden and I've been planting out quite a few plants. So in the main veg patch area, I've put out some more of my Chinese gooseberries, a squash plant, just now really filled up that area which would have been where another bed was built but I've sort of <laughs> built something out of what I had lying around to do in the meantime. That's working quite well, filled with compost and, and that seems to be up and running. Now I should say this morning first thing I did run out to get some compost. Seems like after the weekend there's a shortage of compost again. Is what it is, I had to spend a bit more money on than what I wanted to spend on the compost, but it's done what I wanted, so that's all important. I've continued filling up some of my permanent grow bags with compost. Now these are bags that I've brought from shops over the years, which are designed to fill in with your own compost and then grow plants in slits in the top. I've set those up again with tomato plants so two of these grow bags have two slits and I've put two tomato plants in there and another bag has three slits and three tomato plants have gone in that. I've also filled up a toppling tomato planter. Now this is a planter that hangs from a hanging basket stand. It's filled with compost and the tomato plant is planted in the bottom. And that tomato plant should hopefully grow downwards, which should, in theory, minimise the risk of blight. Although it is a blight-resistant plant, I don't know how well it's going to last. It's going to be interesting to find out. The base that is, or the top, I should say, <laughs> where the container is full of compost, that's actually quite a big. It probably holds a good 20-30 litres of compost. So that should withhold a fair amount of moisture in that ground and it should last quite a while without a huge amount of watering. On the top there is a hole in the plastic top for watering which also makes life a bit easier. But I've got that set up and hanging up with all my other hanging baskets which I'm rather pleased about. And I've also been filling up some of my 45 degree angled raised beds. They've got endive and various other plants going in there and they're looking good they're just full up of plants now and just need them to grow i've also put some squash plants and i'm going to pot in some melon and watermelon plants in the very bottom they're still in the greenhouse at the moment so i need those to harden off a bit before they actually go into place again i don't know how they're going to do but i'm going to be interested to find out somewhere else that i've been planting some plants in is a veggie bag now i got given a veggie bag from veggie pod after somebody mentioned who bought a veggie pod, they mentioned a veggie podcast from them, so they very kindly sent me out a veggie bag to send to say thank you. Now, if you haven't seen these veggie bags, they've just won gold at uh, Chelsea. <laughs> 
despite the complications we've had with Chelsea this year of course and what it basically is is a, a fabric pot with a mesh cover that springs down to to get access but this mesh cover acts as like a netting to keep pests and birds off the plants and I have figured this is going to be a great way of keeping my chickens off my plants so into that veggie bag and now I've got the small veggie bag and they, they're a small and a large version but into that veggie bag I've put a kale plant and four cabbage plants fingers crossed these are going to grow really really well I don't see why they won't and again I really like the idea of these what I particularly like is the fact that this mesh cover it's going to stop my chickens eating my produce and I'm so blown away with a veggie pod as you probably know had such a great success with that last year and it, I just love the veggie pod that I think the veggie bag will live up to its name now if you're interested in a veggie bag I'll of course add links in the description on the blog post for this podcast well anyway that kind of brings up what I've been up to today what about yourself let me know what you've been doing in your own allotment or garden or anywhere that you are growing your own food and I'm going to head back into the studio now well I was a little lost for inspiration today so I went to my friend Richard Vobes otherwise known as the Bald Explorer for a suggestion and he came up with a topic that actually I quite liked and that was a topic of plants that I wish I never grew and I thought that was a fantastic subject and I'm going to go through that tonight. So to start this off the first plant that I wish I never grew is one that I have planted down on my allotment and I wish I got rid of it this winter just gone. It's my elder tree. Now the main reason that I wish I never planted this tree is that when I moved into this house in my back garden I have a very old but beautiful elder tree it's got lichen on the branches it provides us with all the elderflowers and berries we could need and therefore the one i have on the allotment is surplus to requirements now i originally brought that one on my allotment for my old allotment and i moved it over when i came over however it's grown and the branches have just grown into this sort of twisted mess of branches that twist and curl around each other resulting in a very very messy looking plant i've also to be fair planted it in the wrong place i planted it next to the road and i have to keep trimming it back in order to make sure it doesn't damage any of my neighbor's cars which is quite possible because some of the branches are actually quite thick but my next plant is one that falls into a subject that actually they're quite easy to get in the wild and that is blackberry now don't get me wrong i enjoy eating blackberries they are delicious but the plants are thugs and they will take over quite a large area given half a chance now currently i've inherited that blackberry plant on my allotment but in the past i've also grown a blackberry plant but the biggest mistake that was made with both of these plants is that they are not the thornless variety and that means the amount of times I've either shredded myself or my clothes when I'm walking past or trying to work in the area it ends up being quite painful and the fact that I don't think it's worth growing a black bee plant myself is that they are growing in the wild so readily and I can easily just pop down the road forage some blackberries 
and that will give me more than enough blackberries and still plenty for nature. Why do I need to grow it then? Next plant is cucumelon. Many years ago, cucumelons, they were all the rage. They seemed to pop out of nowhere and be the plant that everyone was growing. I gave it a try one year. In fact, I'll probably try it a couple years running. And the plants, they were actually pretty plants. They produced these fruits. They were easy to grow, but the fruits were about the size of a marble. They looked like a watermelon and they were rumoured to taste like a cucumber. Well, I tasted these things and I was bitterly disappointed. They tasted just like water. They were so glad it really wasn't worth the effort. And I haven't bothered growing those since. Now, my final plant is a goji berry plant. Again, these were all the rage at the time. The berries were talked about being the biggest superfood on the planet. So I bought a plant and gave it a go. The plant itself, again, they were easy to grow. They looked fairly attractive, but it was their taste of the berries that I really hated. They were the most horrible tasted berry I'd ever grown. And to be quite frank, I literally tried just a few berries and then I almost immediately got rid of that plant. It was disgusting. Well, that is the four plants that I wish I had never grown and why. But if you have any plants that you wish you never grew and why, then please get in touch. Now, you can contact me through email, richard at thevegrowerpodcast.co.uk. You can visit the website at thevegrowerpodcast.co.uk and leave a comment on the blog post. Or you can find me on social, just search for The Veg Grower Podcast. But for today, please take care and I'll see you again next time. Bye.